News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Good evening. It is Solo in the City Saturday night, but as you can hear, I am not solo in the city tonight. No, it's the quickie of the month. It happens the first Friday, and this week we have an incredible studio audience here with me, and we're going to be talking about successful dating. And I want to remind everybody, this is not just about dating for singles. We, in our relationships, should date the person we're with forever. Imagine if you could have that feeling that you have the be- at the beginning of a relationship right on through the years. So we're going to be talking about how to keep it that way, how to keep that freshness. And of course, we can't keep it at that level all the time, but we can keep re-sparking it, bringing it back to life, reminding ourselves who we are, what we love, and who we want to love, and how we want to love. So, relating, dating, and mating. That's what Solo in the City is all about. And tonight, as I said, with the studio audience, you too can always be a part of this. Every month on that first Friday, come on down to the Papino Studio. Check us out on Facebook. You can find out how to do that so you too can be a part of it. We're sitting here, we're enjoying a light little meal and as well some fantastic wine from the Kalanaki Group. It's from Butari uh, Vineyards in Greece. It is the top vineyard out of that area. So you never know. Next month it might be a different wine you're going to get to try. Whatever it is, it's all about sharing, sharing ideas, sharing concepts, sharing how we want to love and be loved. So now it's Valentine's Day coming up. Anybody feeling some pressure out there? What do you think? (laughs) Valentine's Day is a day in the year, and it's marked off as something that we want to celebrate, celebrate love. But what do we do if we're alone? Or what do we do if we don't know what to do with our paramour this year? Well, we're going to be discussing that later on in the KISS calendar. But first, as always, I want to take care of some dating questions that I get at the website at Solo in the City. Remember, you can always reach me. I am your love coach, 844-744-SOLO. I'm here for you. And today, I'm going to be answering a question from Jean-Francois, who was asking about Valentine's Day. And he said this, Valentine's Day is coming up, and that is the day that most men dread. Is that true? Like, what do you think, guys in the audience? Do you think that most men dread it? We're getting some nods here. No, they don't think so. Anyway, I happen to know that some men do dread it because of this reason. But his is a little different. There is a lot of pressure with all the commercials and social media to make it the best ever for the women, but not so much for the men. Last year, I gave my girlfriend lingerie, a gold charm for her bracelet, a dozen roses, dinner, and a night at the Ritz. She gave me a tie. This year... (laughs) Okay, but we're not in it for equal equal here. I mean, you know, sometimes I give more, sometimes he gives more. Anyway, she gave me a tie. This year, she's hinting that she wants the big deal again, but I can't afford it. Why can't we just have a romantic dinner at my place? I suggested that, but she said, if I loved her, I'd spend what I did last year. Okay, 
red flag. Um, I didn't think that love was about money. What do I do? Well, love is not about money. As a matter of fact, studies have been shown that often in relationships, the best relationships are the ones that have nothing to do with money, including right down to buying an engagement ring. They show that success rates um, are actually at the 500 to $1,500 rate for a diamond ring because it's about the love and the commitment that goes with it. As far as Valentine's Day, pressure is from within the couple itself. So I think that this is just indicative of the relationship that you might be in right now. And there, there might be expectations that you have to deal with. So, you know, I think part of it is the romance. You did set the bar really high. I don't know how many years you've been together. But I think there is a discussion that has to happen between the couple, and it's called the communication of what the expectations are from you to her, her to you. And maybe part of it is the romance in it. And, you know, that's something that you can do, and you can make it fun, and you can make it where, for instance, if you want an Italian night out, buy a great bottle of wine, go to a great Italian restaurant, but do something fun to make it romantic. Give her, you know, get a great music for your car and download some music and put the whole mood going uh, forward for the night. Try and think out of the box. And you can say, very honestly, that you're not in the position to do it, but you're going to make the night a memorable one. The fact is that women tend to be a little bit more romantic and think that way at around Valentine's Day, but I think, first and foremost, you have to have a very long conversation about expectations between the couple because whether it's Valentine's Day or throughout the year you have to be able to stay within your budget within a relationship. So we are talking about successful dating and uh, I also was reading something <laughs> I love this it's from Yahoo Lifestyle so you know there's different terms that you hear along uh, along the years when it comes to people in relationships or relationships themselves and there's a new one out there. So, we, you know, we all heard at one point cougar and it's, you know, an older woman going after younger men. We've heard about ghosting. And for those of you who don't know that, um, I'm here to tell you ghosting is for a man or a woman who are in a relationship and they're going, 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 and then they just disappear. You never hear from them again. You've had, you know, three weeks of great dates and then poof, like a ghost, they're gone, okay? Well, there's a new one trending, and it's called bread crumbing. Okay, are you getting a vision here? So think of, think of going to a park and throwing bread crumbs, and all the little birdies come, and they pick it up, and then you fly away, and then the bread crumbs come, and then you fly away. Well, that's what bread crumbing is. It's very typical of a person who comes in and out of your life and throws you little bread crumbs, so you come in, and you eat, and then the little birdie flies away until the next time. So <laughs> now uh, uh, everybody here is laughing, and I'm, I hope you're having a good chuckle too at home, okay? But this is a new thing that's going on, and you know what? Technology has made it really, really simple. We are talking about successful dating here on CJAD 800 tonight with a live studio audience, and um, I'm hoping that you at home are sitting there and pouring yourself a glass of wine, because you're going to need it as you listen to the tonight's conversation and have some fun but also learn a lot about the tips that we're going to give you for successful dating and also answer questions that you've sent in and also our studio audience. I 
want to welcome to the show a gentleman that I met. He is a comedian. He, he, um, I saw him at the Comedy Nest. He's also at the Wiggle Room. His name is The Love Doctor. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Cheryl. Pleasure to be here. Thank you again for inviting me back. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, one of the things I love about you, you've been compared or been um, sought at as the child of Aphrodite and St. Patrick. <laughs> what a combination. Which would mean I'm fairly old, but it's, it's all good. It's just it's common sense uh, and looking at love as the fact that it is a fantastic thing uh, is something that sometimes gets missed. Uh, and if you can get a, a dumb man like me to be saying that, then than most any other people would be listening. Well, I, I don't think there's anything dumb about you. You actually base everything you do in, um, as the love doctor on common sense, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I, think, I, I think that we all have common sense, but we can get caught up in our emotions when it's happening to us. We can always give great advice to somebody else, right? But don't necessarily know how to take it for ourselves. Truth. You know, um, I was reading something um, in uh, Psychology Today. Jeremy Nichols says, one of the important tips for successful dating is to start with figure out what you want. He says, for the record, you do have a choice. So we're going to try tonight to help you figure out what it is you want to have successful dating. That's what we're going to be doing coming up. You are listening here to Solo in the City on CJAD 800 with our live studio audience. More questions and answers coming up. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You are listening to Solo in the City, the show about relating, dating, and mating here on CJAD 800. We are here in studio with a live studio audience once again, and as well joining me tonight is the Love Doctor. He is in the house. (laughs) Okay, so... I, I, we're sitting here and we were talking about breadcrumbing and for those of you who might have missed that you can by the way you can hear everything that happened earlier on on SoundCloud so you can pick it up there we were talking about breadcrumbing which is this new phenomena that's trending right now in the relationship world and and that is about somebody who throws out little pieces of bread and has you come back nibble a little bit and then that person takes off and flies away and then they keep coming in and out and in and out little crumbs at a time paul you were going to say something though of that it was similar to something else well yes it's it's similar but not exactly uh to a phenomenon that um i've heard called uh piggy banking basically people will put coins in the the friendship piggy bank hoping to get sex out of a out of a friendship or they'll put sex coins into a friendship hoping to, to get a relationship out of it. Uh, and and there, it's usually short-term. It's usually with people that are not as fully in your life as you want, and you can't expect putting coins in that piggy bank is going to get you what you want because you can't change how somebody else feels. 
Oh, 100%. And it's, I, I'm thinking of piggy banking. You know, somebody can put in all the coins they want, but the only way it's going to happen is if you take the piggy bank and smash it. Otherwise, you can shake that piggy bank as much as you want, but the coins don't come out so fast, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of the way it should be in a relationship. You know, if you are looking to have a relationship with somebody, don't let them break the bank. Let them shake as much as they want until you're ready to give them some coins and give them some change, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be mutually beneficial here because you both want the same thing. You have to know where you both want to be. Exactly. Right. So that's one of the tips about successful dating, okay? Know where it is that you want to be and make sure that the other person on the other side of the coin, sorry for the pun here, <laughs> but that the other person wants to be in the same piggy bank as you. Now, we have somebody here um, joining us, Louise, and you were saying actually that you've been or you have experienced breadcrumbing. Yes, absolutely. But at the same time, I think it was my own fault because that's more or less what I needed or wanted in the relationship myself, not ready to commit. So this way you can go back and forth. Well, one of the things that I always say is there's no fault. You know, we should actually kind of remove that from our thought process, right? But you're right. You might have either wanted it or you have to recognize and change for the future. You know, every relationship that we have has a lesson in it. And the lesson for you might have been at the time, and I don't know if it happened several times, is to break that pattern if you want a relationship and say, okay, I know what this is and I can see it's going to happen again. I'm stopping it right here because this is not what I want to be. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and did I've, it happen more than once I, for you? No, just the one time. Okay, so now you know the sign? Absolutely, I know the sign. And if you and see I, those... I think my needs have changed as well, so mm -hmm. it kind of suited me at the time. I'm guilty of breadcrumbing. <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait a minute. So have, now, have you ever done the breadcrumbing? Have you well, ever Well, I think it was kind of a mutual toss of the the crumbs <laughs> back ah. and forth so you were actually volleyballing you weren't actually oh, yeah. <laughs> now we've got a new term we can add to this what do you think what do you a think volleyballing doctor well definitely it sounds like it was a happy thing if, yeah. if it was both mutually beneficial to both of you and you both understood what was happening then that that is a, a fair thing and that's nothing to be ashamed of that's that's positive interaction with another person I mean, that's what relationships are all about, is the going back and forth. And, and you know, when you start dating, and, and to be successful at it, it is about going back and forth, that communication, so that you know where both of you are at any particular time. I wanted to go, uh, we have some questions that came in, and uh, one of them I thought was, you know, very much pertaining to where we are right now as far as Valentine's coming in. And um, they were asking me, actually, about Valentine's Day. Is it a good day to have a first date, or are there expectations that come along with that? What do you think, Dr. Love? Well, I think expectations can uh, fall on either gender spectrum. Uh, so it's, it's as long as you have that communication aforetime, uh, you can actually understand what each person wants, and you can work. Uh, towards that and it's very important to be respectful to your partner and your partner's wishes at the same time well here's what I want to say about this um, there's two things that I pull out of this question number one is expectations so for me first of all expectations should be checked at the door okay going out on a date there should be no expectations even in a relationship there are no expectations we're supposed to you know respect and honor each other and give each other space and and want to give and want to receive. So expectations of another person 
is really something that doesn't belong within a healthy relationship. The other thing is a first date. I have a very specific first date rule. It's 45 minutes or less. So for me, if you're going out on Valentine's Day, hopefully it's a drink, you know, at five o'clock before you're going to do something else, uh, maybe drinking some great Butari wine along the way. Um, but I think, you know, the, the main thing is a first date on Valentine's Day does have you know, it's not expectations, but it can put pressure, pressure that you have to make this date longer, pressure you don't want to leave that person to go off and do something else. So if you're going to do it, make it something that is concrete for a certain amount of time. And then who knows, you know, if that date goes well, well, maybe they'll be your date for next year's Valentine's Day. But I, I do think that there w it's too founded on that one. True. You could also try to arrange to have the date the day before Valentine's Day. Well, that's See how it, it goes. <laughs> See if you want to spend a little bit more time with the person. Well, actually, that's a great idea, you know. But another one was asking about blind dates. What is the best way to approach a blind date set up by friends? Should it be a full dinner or a movie date or just coffee and dessert? So what do you think the answer should be on this one? What do you coffee. think? So a lot of people are saying coffee, right? Yeah, I believe it should be coffee or a drink. No longer, like you said, than 45 minutes because you don't want to have to deal with if you, you have enough time to realize if you like the person within 30 minutes, I think. I think you're 100% right. And uh, Natalie? I was going to say, but what if you like this person very much? Can't you stay for longer than 45 minutes? Okay, so you know what? Um, I, I was actually called out on that one because uh, I'm presently in a relationship with somebody that I met for a drink for 45 minutes, and I was very clear about it. Um, and I actually broke my own rule, and I ended up staying for dinner with this person. So the fact is, okay, we're all going to agree or disagree on this one, but I'm going to say it. The fact is, it is said, and every matchmaker will tell you, 45 minutes, that's it leave them wanting more okay leave them wanting the mystery and to uncover the mystery and this goes both ways if you're having great you can make an appointment for the next uh, appointment a date for the next day <laughs> you can you can schedule something for the next day two days later if it's coffee in the morning you can meet for drinks that night you should walk away and and just leave the mystery there but rules are meant to be broken. We are talking successful dating on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Pazit, you want to say something? Well, you actually just said it where I believe that there are exceptions to the rules. So sometimes rules are meant to be broken. So you you, you hit the nail. <laughs> I, I, I definitely hit the nail. And But I, want, I will preface by saying this. Here's the reason that I let that date go longer. There was a, there was a reason. And because I do understand the, the, the nature behind the dating and the thought process. That person was leaving for a week. I wanted him to have a lot more to remember why he was gone for a week. <laughs> so, so I stayed for the dinner and if I left he was going to be staying to have dinner alone in the restaurant so I wanted to be polite because if I would have left he would have been there by himself but I wanted him to have a little bit more of a feeling and I wanted to have a little bit more of a feeling to hang on to so when they're away for a week they are thinking about me. That's the reason that I did it. So another question. What is the best way to get over a bad breakup? Should I start to try dating again soon, after, or wait for a while? What do you think about this? 
Well, it depends again on, on each person. Uh, for for some people, it is good to get to be to dating, but also just being social with other people, being comfortable with yourself in a social environment will prep you for being ready to date again. Uh, so that I highly recommend. Don't jump into a date just for the sake of the fact that you don't have a date. Date because you're interested in being with someone. And there's a very important element about that that I am going to let you in on right after we talk about what else is going on in relating a dating and mating right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 with our live studio audience. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. matchmaker and your love coach always here for you at 844-744-SOLO we are with our live studio audience here at the Papino studio at CJAD the love doctor so we're gonna hit fix some more injuries right uh, well, hopefully. hopefully we want everybody we want everybody to be happy and healthy actually what we want to really do is avoid any collisions yeah. in the dating world, okay? That's what we're looking for. So we offer a few little band-aids if you get a little scraped along the way, but mostly all about solutions, okay? So we have the remedies right here for you. We are going to talk about expectations, or we were talking about expectations, and I want to go back to it for a minute because um, I was reading somewhere else um, about successful dating, and they said this. Take a good look at what you want versus what you are willing to to give does it match up is it a realistic trade do we think that we can hold up ourselves to the mirror image of what we would like from the other person to us so if we want romance do we give that to the other person does it have to be reciprocated also in the same way or does it just have to be something else that we're getting back that mirrors our needs what do you think on that well i'm a big fan of the golden rule it's been around for a long time for a reason you want to treat other people as you wish to be treated uh, and you have the right to sort of demand that from a partner if you feel that they're not treating you as nicely as as you are treating them and again with any relationship communication is key you can't shut down and be resentful. You have to bring these to your partner and, and communicate them. And that, that, I believe, you should reciprocate. may not be exactly the same, but it should have some level of equality. Well, it's all about, you know, as you said, the give and take and understanding how it is that you love somebody, how it is that you need to be loved. And they don't necessarily mirror each other, right? And, and that's, that's the first step in a relationship, as giving the other person what they need and then learning how to give you what you need within that relationship from that person. That doesn't mean being needy, right? It means what it is that you need to receive. So, for instance, I can tell you that I'm a person that love by touch and I also am loved by touch so if I'm with somebody they could love me madly but if they don't physically touch me every day my my body disconnects my emotion disconnects from that person I need that human touch and I need to give that human touch so I can't be with somebody who never likes to be touched because I wouldn't be giving who I am to that person does anybody else 
have have a feeling like that when you're in with uh, within a relationship? I definitely do. And I was actually in a relationship with somebody who didn't like to be touched. And it was, and I'm very touchy-feely and also like to be touched. And because he didn't like to be touched, he wouldn't touch. And it's, um, yeah, it makes you feel very disconnected. What do you think? Can you learn something like that? Do you think you can teach somebody to touch? You're, you're shaking your head now. This is Veronica. What do you think on that? I just believe that uh, either someone is um, warm by nature or they have their own upbringing that they weren't maybe touched or as a child or who knows what it, what's the psychology behind it. But I think it's something that's... Uh, and sometimes I feel that people bring that out on you other than other people. So if someone is cold, I won't want to go touch them. But if I feel someone is warm, I'll want to go touch them. So I think people, whatever they emit, is, is also dependent on what you feel like doing to the person. Well, that, that, that's 100% true, but also there are people that you can meet that have their, their first impression is very cold and cold, aloof, yeah. but when you break through, you actually see that they are very warm. So that's about getting to know somebody. That's why I always say, you know, if you want a relationship with somebody, it's very important to take the time and date slowly. You know, don't just jump into something until you actually know who that other person is. And when I say who they are, I'm not talking about their job. I'm not talking about necessarily their hobbies. I'm talking about their values, which is the core to successful dating and relationships, which is what we are talking about right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800, successful relationships and dating. Now, did you want to... Yeah, so I, it's very interesting topic because as a be, from a behavior point of view, actually, especially in Montreal where you have different cultures, you may come across through different cultures. And in some cultures, it's not as obvious from the beginning. And I totally agree with you. You need to give them the time to really open up and do that because maybe at the front, they are more reserved, but as you, they open up and they get to know you, they may become so touchy feeling that it will be too much for you. <laughs> you know? And also the other thing that I would add, if I may, is that you know we all love differently, as you have mentioned before. And there's a great book, it's called Five Languages of Love, That's right. that actually talks about it, that we love differently. And I may be a physical person like yourself, but if somebody else needs more words of encouragement and affirmation and they don't get it, is then it's hard to create that relationship and grow it. And I think, as you mentioned before, communication is key and knowing what the other person needs and his desires to get to the but the best relationship and grow it isn't is exactly what you said before. A hundred percent. And I love the fact that you talked about the five languages of love. And for anyone who doesn't know it, you can go online right now. If you're sitting at home, pull out your computer, bring it up, and you can really understand what that means and what the languages are. And this goes back to the beginning of the show, even when um, this gentleman was uh, writing in about Valentine's Day and the pressure he was feeling from his girlfriend. One of the ways in which some people communicate or, or either giving or receiving communication of love is by gift giving, by giving things. So the gentleman at the beginning who wrote in, his girlfriend, your girlfriend, might receive love by feeling loved if you're giving her things. And the more you give her, the more she's going to need and feel loved. The communication comes in is like, I love you. 
I may not be able to shower you with gifts all the time, but here's how much I'm going to love you, and you're going to have my trust and my respect. What do you think about that? The love doctor. Well, again, it it comes down to communication. Communication is the key and being honest with each other. So, uh, again, uh, it's understanding who your partner is and what drives them as much as it is about understanding yourself and what drives you and communicating that with your partner. And communication comes down to everything. Pazit, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to add that I feel that our partners are a reflection of who we are. So it's always a good point to like always ask yourself, you know, what if I'm not getting something I want, what do I need to do or what do I need to be to be able to create that? So, oh, I, so, I think so relationships right. are a reflection of you. So you use it as a as a feeder in a positive way and see where you can improve yourself and um, and bring that into your life and into the relationship. Well, that's what we were talking about is the fact that knowing what it is that you need in a relationship, your values, who you are, is the first step to bringing somebody else into your life. And then how do you communicate what you need from the other person? And and to do it with love, not not from you're not doing this. How about, I would love it if you would do this. You know, and there's a big difference. I love this could versus would. Actually, we can touch a, a little bit about that could versus would coming up right here as we talk about successful dating with our live studio audience. Coming up, we'll tell you ways in which, as well, you can celebrate Valentine's Day this season and also um, go to the KISS calendar. So it's not only where, it's when and what you can be doing right here on Solo in the City. Plus, stay tuned. We're going to have some gifts for you to win right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I am your love coach, being joined by the love doctor tonight, and we are talking about successful dating, right on? The gold. The gold, the gold. So tonight, as you know, we are here in studio with the live studio audience. And remember, this is something you too can participate in. We're sitting here. We're relaxed. I hope you're doing the same thing, that you've poured yourself a glass of wine or a tea, cuddled up on your couch. Why, we sit in front of a fireplace too, by the way. We have a fireplace in studio, so you can come March 3rd and join us. Um, And this is where we share our ideas, our concepts. And yes, I do give my advice, and we've got the love doctor here to back me up tonight. And we are talking about successful dating, how to make it positive. And Just before, I made a comment about could versus would in our relationships, in the way we talk. And I I really wanted to point out very specifically why this word difference can be successfully put into your relationship. So imagine this. You get up in the morning, you ask your partner, your husband, your wife, equal opportunity here, uh, to take out the trash. Could you take out the trash? Okay, it's like, Well, of course I could. The point is, do I want to? And will I do it? Same request, different terminology. Honey, would you take out the garbage? 
He can't say anything except, of course I will, right? Could versus would. Could is an option. Would is will you do it? What do you think about that, the love doctor? Well, could is, is do you have the capability? So you're already undermining their character. That's it. So would is, is a, a request to do something for the person that, that loves you. And, and don't we want to do things for the person that we love? I mean, love is a verb. It's an action. You know, we all think that love is a feeling. And it is. And when we meet somebody, we have all these butterflies and we have all these things. But after a certain point, you might still have those butterflies from time to time. But the, the love is the action. It's what and how we participate in that relationship with that person on every given day and doing things that remind them that we love them. Do you, yes. do you put that into your relationship with your significant other? That I do. It's, it, if I'm not waking up in the morning and I'm not thinking about my partner immediately, that's a red flag. Uh, and I hope that the person I'm with, and she demonstrates daily that, that when she wakes up in the morning, she thinks of me first off. Uh, and I think that is the goal of any relationship, is you want to make sure that you are thinking first of that person when you wake up. And you need to work at it. If, if, if there's ever a day you wake up and you're not, you have to question yourself and you have to open the communication and make sure that you heal the relationship to make sure that you do stay with that level. And present within that relationship. Heidi, would you like to say something? Yes, I have a question. We are talking about successful dating. So to have a successful date, you have to have a date. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh I am wondering, if you do not believe, for whatever reason, in online dating, what other ways can you find a date? Okay, well, you know, there are so many ways to find a date. And, and, And first and foremost, in my opinion, it's about... Again, I always go back to this, knowing who you are. What is it that you love to do? Do you love photography? Do you love skating? Do you love skiing? Do you love tobogganing? If you love tobogganing and, you know, you feel silly to go along, offer to babysit for your friend's kid or something. It helps them and helps you and go tobogganing. That's how you're going to meet the people that do the same activities that you like to do. Also... Getting out there and participating in things that are going on in your community, which actually will bring me right into the KISS calendar for this week. As you know, we always talk about things that are going on within the city. And uh, I want to give everybody um, some of the things that are going on this week. And again, these are things that you can go with somebody, go on your own, and just enjoy your life because that is part of the answer to that question, Heidi, is just Go and enjoy things. And I will talk about online dating in a second. But Kiss Calendar, coming up this week, starting on Sunday. You know it's the 375th anniversary. There is stuff going on, the Fête des Neiges at Parc Jean Drapeau. You can find out more about this activity. And it's um, going on Sunday from 10 till 5 p.m. Lots of activities. So go online. You can find tickets at parcjeandrapeau.com backslash en fête backslash Fête des Neiges de Montréal. Also on Monday, 5 to 9 p.m. at Hotel Bonaventure, the Montreal Singles Social Events Group is hosting a free access to the exclusive Montreal MBA event. Lots more events happening on meetup groups, by the way, so check it out online. That another great thing to do if you're single. Get up on meetup. You don't need a date. You will go out. You will enjoy activities that you love or try new ones and 
try things. It doesn't cost you anything to get up onto Meetup, so do that. February 4th till March 18th, Uboro. I don't know if you know about this place, but it's a fantastic gallery, um, but it's really media-driven. It's on Barry, and uh, they are starting a show. It's an exhibition called Tomorrow People. So if you want any information on that, um, you can get online. And uh, I think that the artist rate now is Sawanatis uh, and fantastic, fantastic exhibition. Also, don't forget, March 3rd, we are doing another quickie. The next quickie that we're doing in studio where you can come and participate is called Mom versus Matchmaker. Do you think <laughs> your mom can match you up better than I can? I don't think so, okay? But we're going to put it to the challenge. So if you want, come on down. Bring your mother. Men, bring your mother. You could even bring your father if you want or an aunt. And joining us will be the host of the TV show, Mom versus Matchmaker host, Carmelia Ray, she will be coming down to join us in studio. So don't forget, get online now and join us for that. The Love Doctor, do you have any parting words to say about successful dating or um, what Heidi was saying about meeting somebody? How to, do you meet somebody? To me, it's a, well, the thing is, uh, you, you nailed it. You want to do the events that make you happy to meet people who are also uh, enjoy those things. So you want to go to... Uh, you don't want to go to a bar and then be surprised to find out that the person drinks. <laughs> you, 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 want, you want to join a book club to possibly meet somebody. You, you, you want to, if, if you enjoy reading, you join a book club. If you, if you enjoy dancing, there, there's dance studios around town that, that have courses where you're going to meet lots of people. Uh, I am partial to, to my home venue the wiggle room. The wiggle room. So where, people can join us and um, come down to your show. As a matter of fact, we're going to, after the show, we're going to be posting two people from the studio audience who are going to win passes to come see you as well. you got to get us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, say you want to get out there and go down to the wiggle room, and we are going to have four people joining us from you at home at the Wiggle Room to meet the Love Doctor. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight on Soul in the City. Thank you so much, the Love Doctor. My pleasure, Cheryl. Thank, Thank you for having you. Thank you to all of you who are participating in Solo in the City and making it a great place for me to share every Saturday night talking about relating, dating, and mating. Thank you to my producer, Era Melinda, and Patrick as well, <laughs> Fernando and Tanya. And thank you as well to our lovely sponsors tonight, uh, uh, Café Le Village, uh, Café Depot Le Village, and the Kolonaki Group and Botari Wines. And it was a great evening. And next week, as I said, we are going to be talking about Valentine's Day right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And until then, remember, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. <laughs>